So thankful to be with you once again on the program Watch Therefore. And I want to start off with a question. Here it is. Does your faith work? Does your faith work? Because one of the problems with modern Christianity is it just doesn't work. But real faith, authentic faith in Messiah Jesus does work. It isn't true because it works. Authentic faith in Messiah Jesus works because it's true. Let's have a word of prayer together, shall we? Oh, Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, as we look at your holy word, please tremendously bless all of the viewers today. Help us understand what authentic faith in Messiah Jesus looks like and what it does, how it works. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen and amen. And before we get going, I want to tell you that this teaching from the book of James is one that I recently shared at our new church plant, Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. And there's information there on the screen, our website. You can find out details about Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. And today, a pastor is inviting you to church. If you're in the Houston area, we'd love to have you come and join us at Calvary Chapel Watch Therefore Community Fellowship. And so, James chapter 2, beginning in verse 14. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to him, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what is a profit? Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. We should consider that there are many different kinds of faiths in the world. And, and we should also think of the question, does faith save people? Well, actually, no. We're saved by grace through faith in Messiah Jesus alone. And grace works powerfully through faith. Yeah, Look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, to, that, that has this perfect balance of this dynamic of grace working through faith. How powerful. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Faith that does not have works of grace operating through that faith, emanating from that faith, is dead. It's dead. Now, let me ask a simple, kind of a silly question, but one that makes a profound point. How do you know an apple tree is actually an apple tree? Well, duh, there's apples growing on it. Yes? And so think of this. Have you ever seen an apple tree trying 
to grow apples. Oh, I've got to grow apples today. No. The stuff comes up from the roots, up through the trunk of the tree, to the branches, down to the end, and an apple comes out. Yeah? Well, that's how grace, God's powerful grace, works through our faith to produce fruitful works of grace through our faith. Faith that works. If I point to a pine tree and say, look at that apple tree, you'll say, no, that's not an apple tree. And I'd say, well, why would you say something like that? And your answer would be, because there ain't no apples growing on it. Those are pine cones, right? Yeah, saving grace through faith in Messiah Jesus has compassion on others. Like this James 2 example of the naked and the hungry, that grace through faith would provoke someone to want to clothe them, right? To feed them. We know this is true because of the example of Messiah Jesus in his earthly ministry. He walked in great compassion, even to the point of death on the cross. He came to live a sinless life and intentionally before the foundation of the world that God's plan was for his only begotten son to be crucified, to pay for our sins. That's the great love and the compassion, the grace of our God working in the earth to save us. And that same kind of compassion, that love should be uh, part of the grace that flows through our faith and works. Amen. James 2.18. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. Show me the apples, right? There are no faith works like those done by the Holy Spirit moving through the life of someone who's saved by Messiah Jesus. Excuse me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is a heavenly demonstration of heavenly faith on earth. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven through my life, Heavenly Father. Yes, James 2, 19 and 20. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? So we see here in the book of James, he's quoting Deuteronomy, this popular everyone in Israel knows, part of Judaism, part of their faith, the, not only part of it, the centrality, the central prayer of Judaism, the Shema from Deuteronomy. Shema Yisrael, Yahweh Eloheinu, Yahweh Echad. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Yes, you believe that there's one God, and he's the God of Israel. Yeah, but the devil believes that. The devil believes that. Yeah, look at it again, James 2, 19 and 20. You believe that there's one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? It's like today. 
people in church say, oh, I believe Jesus the Lord. I, I believe he died on the cross for our sins and he was buried and on the third day he rose from the grave. Well, great, that's great. The devil believes that. Is the devil going to heaven? No. Here's one thing the devil will never do. He'll never repent of his sins and receive Jesus as his Lord and Savior. And then follow after him, denying himself, taking up his cross and following Jesus the Lord and doing the same kind of compassionate works of grace. Amen? And so I tell people, well, the devil believes that. You sure don't want faith like the devil. Amen? Have you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Does your faith work? Is, is the fruit of your life like that apple tree? Yes? Grace through faith, producing faithful, fruitful works of grace. When was the last time you shared the gospel with someone? When was the last time you helped someone in Messiah Jesus' name? When was the last time? When was the last time? When was the last time? What does your life look like? Does it look like that apple tree? Yeah? Well, we're going to look at more of authentic faith and what it looks like and how it works in just a moment. Remember... Watch, therefore, and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us. When? He's coming for us. Any moment. I want to take a moment to say thank you to those who prayerfully and financially partner with Watch Therefore Ministries. Without you, we could not do this exciting and effective and timely kingdom work. The Lord certainly has raised you up for such a time as this. And again, thank you. In Matthew 24, our great Savior Jesus speaks of a faithful, wise, and blessed servant who's watching for the Master to come and doing what the Master commanded. My aim for this television ministry and all of our ministries is to make faithful servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who will hear him say to them, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And one of the ways we walk that out is through Romans 1.16, taking the gospel and discipleship to the Jew first and then to the nations. To the Jew first with our ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, co-founded by our ministry partner, John McTurnan and myself. We're working through our Israeli believing partners who are getting out the gospel, making disciples of Messiah Yeshua, planting believing congregations, helping to save babies from abortion, and also helping Holocaust survivors in the name of Messiah Yeshua and much more. And then to the nations through our ministry poured out for the nations where we're serving in African countries. I personally have served in 10 African countries and in India through one of our believing partners and also in America and through this Watch Therefore telecast all over the world. And one of the ways you can keep up with what's going on in this ministry is through our monthly Blessing Israeli Believers and Poured Out for the Nation's newsletters. I write about things that will help us to watch therefore and be ready and also news and updates about what's going on here in Israel through our partners and in the nations. Oh, it's an exciting way also to keep up with what you can be praying for for our prayer partners and what you're giving into for those who sow financially into this ministry. And I want to talk about that for a moment. And as I talk about financial giving, first I want to say, as always, if you haven't yet believed in our great Savior Jesus, 
please don't send any money into this ministry. It's simply our desire that you would be our guest watching the program today and that you would receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. And for those who would like to lay up their treasures in heaven, who understand principles of giving and sowing into the kingdom of God, if this is a place the Lord's called you to do so, there's three primary platforms through which you can give. Our Watch Therefore television ministry, Blessing Israeli Believers, and Poured Out for the Nations. And you can do so through our website, watchtherefore.tv, and also through the post, through snail mail at our P.O. Box by check. And what a great way to lay your treasures up in heaven. Having said all these things, remember today more than ever, watch therefore and be ready. Our King and Savior Jesus is coming for us any moment. I was living in Israel at the Sea of Galilee, ministering across the Holy Land through our ministry partners and the Lord was calling my family back to the USA, to Texas, with a vision. And part of that vision is to plant a church where we make faithful, wise, blessed, servant disciples of Messiah Jesus who are watching and ready for Him to come and take us back to that place He's been preparing for us. He said, watch therefore and be ready. You don't know the hour or the day your Lord is coming. Coming for us in the rapture to take us back to the Father's house. Look what the Lord has done. We had no money, we had no people, we had no building. And now the Lord's given us a handful, a few ministry prayer partners here in Texas. We've been joining together for prayer and asking the Lord for the way forward. And we're starting with our first Sunday here in January, Calvary Chapel. Watch therefore community fellowship. Now listen, this costs a lot of money and we know that our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Maybe he would have you participate in this Watch Therefore Community Fellowship under the banner of Calvary Chapel. And you can do so. Go to calvarychapelwtcf.com. Ask the Lord if he would have you to prayerfully and or financially participate in this new church plant. Oh, we're going to make disciples who are watching and ready for King Jesus to come for us. Watch Therefore and be ready. Welcome back to this episode of the program, Watch Therefore. At the beginning of the program, I asked the question, does your faith work? And I'm going to review read the passages from James that we looked at in the first segment. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace, be warmed and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also, faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. But someone will say, You have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works, and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demon, demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? And next, we see examples of those whose faith truly worked. First, let's look at our father, Abraham. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works and by faith was made perfect? 
And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. Folks, I know that this isn't often taught these days, or as much as it used to be and should be. Abraham is the earthly father of our faith in Messiah Jesus. We see that in Galatians chapter 3. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed. So then, those who are of the faith are blessed with believing Abraham. Abraham's faith was often tested, and it worked outwardly through his obedience to the Lord. James 2, I want to read this again. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works, and by works faith was made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. So by faith, by God's grace empowering Abraham's faith, he obeyed the Lord, and he took Isaac, his precious son, to Mount Maria, Mount Moriah, to sacrifice him. And when he did so, the Lord stopped him, and the Lord provided a substitute sacrifice, a lamb caught in the thorny bush, representing our Savior, Messiah Yeshua, our Lord Jesus, the substitute for us, who wore a crown of thorns, that we might wear crowns of rewards for walking by faith in Messiah Jesus. Abraham did this by authentic faith. Continuing in James chapter 2, you see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Likewise, was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Rahab, the harlot in Jericho, risked her life to hide the Israeli spies sent from Joshua into Jericho. She became righteous, forgiven for all her sins, believing in the Lord, and her faith worked and it was outworking by helping the people of Israel. Like a body without a spirit, a corpse is dead. Faith without works is dead faith. How dead is so much of modern Americanized Christianity? Yeah, it just doesn't work in so many cases. And like I've said before, I'm thankful for the good churches. I'm thankful for the, for the authentic, righteous, Bible-believing and teaching and living pastors. There are some out there still today. There are just fewer and further 
between. But do you know who sees that so much of Americanized modern Christianity doesn't work? The lost. They see it. They see the hypocrisy. They, they, they see that it's, it's a kind of a sham. Yeah. Well, and, and, and here's an old saying for those in church. 80% of the work is done by 20% of the people. Actually, it's more like 90-10. It's 90-10. Because so many are playing modern church games. And there's the so-called church growth movement that has taken over so much of Americanized Christianity. The goal hasn't been to make disciples of Messiah Jesus. The goal has been to fill church buildings, fill pews, fill the coffers, fill the bank accounts so we can have more programs. I read an article years ago, and I'll just paraphrase some of the things I read in it. And basically what it said is the church growth movement in America has been very successful, very successful. Now, if their goal was to make disciples of Jesus the Lord, they failed miserably. But that wasn't their goal. Their goal was to build bigger buildings and bring more people into church. They've accomplished that. But who are in those buildings? And what are they thinking, speaking? How are they living? Right? And so that has become the watered-down, user-friendly, seeker-sensitive, Walmart Christianity of this hour. And it's dead. There's a deadness about it. And many are seeing that more than ever. And they're leaving the church. Listen, why do you think that so many children who grew up in church when they turn 18, 20 years old or whatever, they leave and they don't come back? Why? Because it's dead. It's like the fellow that I was listening to on TV a while back. He's from the southeastern part of the United States, kind of a country guy and a wonderful Bible teacher. And, and he said on this interview, he said, People don't like church much, but that Jesus, he's a pretty likable fella. Yeah? And so, it's true, Jesus the Lord was a center magnet. But so much of what is called church, what is called church today, it repulses the lost. And yes, there's an element of, of the reality that Jesus the Lord demands the lost to repent of their sins and receive Jesus as Lord, and we live in, a, in such an evil environment that shakes their fist at, at the Lord. Yeah, I understand that. But I'm talking about those who would be saved, those who would repent, those who would come to Jesus the Lord if they could see something that they're looking for. And here's what it is. Authenticity. Authenticity. So faith without works is dead. What about your faith? Does it work? Does your faith work? is the grace of God operating powerfully through your faith. Maybe you need to get saved. Maybe maybe the reason your faith isn't working like it should is you need to get saved. You've never received the grace of the Lord that gives us the understanding that Jesus the Lord lived a sinless life. This is the gospel. He died on the cross for our sins. He was buried, and on the third day, he rose again. And as you begin to turn away from your sins in your heart, as you begin to repent of your sins, and you cry out to Jesus the Lord, save me, save me, Lord. 
He sends His Holy Spirit to live in you, makes you a new creation. You have the strong desire to get baptized. You have a strong desire to read God's Word. You have a strong desire to be around other disciples of Jesus the Lord. And you have a strong desire to walk out that repentant heart and turn away from your sin, get the sin out of your life. And if that's you today, call upon His name. Whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus, Lord, save me. Forgive me. Give me a new life. I want to follow you. I want to turn from my sins and live the life, the eternal life that you have for me. And if you're doing that now, there's information at the bottom of your screen. Contact us. We want to send you a free brochure, How to Begin My New Life in Christ. Oh, hallelujah. Contact us. There's information there. Let us know. We want to participate. We have people call us sometimes. Hey, I prayed to receive Jesus, Lord. Give me a call if that's you. Yeah, I'd love to hear about that and pray for you for your new journey. Yeah, and for everyone who's watching, listen to these things you've heard. Don't let these words fall to the ground. You see what's going on all around us. The signs that Messiah Jesus spoke of are leaping off the pages of the Bible. And and the deteriorating conditions all around us are going to get worse, like birth pangs. Our, Our Lord Jesus spoke of four birth pangs. They're going to get worse. And so what can you do? Acknowledge these things. Get right with the Lord. Repent of any sin in your life. Let Him show you what that is. Right? And and follow after Jesus the Lord with your whole heart. Ask Him to fill you with His Holy Spirit. And more than ever, now is the time to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us. When's He coming for us? Any moment. The rapture is the next big event on the Lord's prophetic calendar. It will be the greatest thing that could ever take place in the life of a disciple of Messiah Jesus. Despite this clear event in scripture, there exists much confusion and heated debate around the rapture. These questions and more are answered in my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. What is it? Is it in the Bible? Why is there so much confusion about this topic? Why do fewer church leaders teach about the rapture today? Why has it become increasingly unpopular? Since there are different views and positions, can we know the truth about the rapture? Why is the rapture important to the Lord's disciples? The events found in the gospel truth about the rapture are leaping off its pages. Like never before, these scriptural truths pertain directly to the disciples of the Lord in this generation. If you would like your life to become dramatically more dynamic and hopeful, read and implement the gospel truth about the rapture. And with a tax-deductible gift of any amount to say thank you, we will send a copy of my new book, The Gospel Truth About the Rapture. Be sure to write Rapture Book in the check memo section or online giving notes. And be sure to watch therefore and be ready. King Jesus is coming for us any moment. Thank you for watching the program today. Watch Therefore is sponsored by the friends and partners of Watch Therefore Ministries. In future programs, we'll have many more Watch Therefore teachings from the Bible, worship, and exciting interviews with our believing partners in Israel and around the world. Please contact us at doveforisrael at gmail.com. That's D-O-V-F-O-R-I-S-R-A-E-L at gmail.com. And if you would like to subscribe to our newsletter, you can fill out a contact form on the website watchtherefore.tv. 
We also have audio programs available on our website, watchtherefore.tv. We are on social media since it is a great tool to share the gospel and communicate with one another. You can also find us there at Watch Therefore TV. Until next time, we're watching for King Jesus to return. Watch Therefore and be ready. Slain, he'll come again Our conquering king on that day His sword will go forth to take back 